Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. I'm Michelle Smallman. Randy Carriker is on vacation today. Dan McLaughlin sitting in for Randy. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in Jim Powers. He covers high school sports in St. Louis, Fox 2 high school sports contributor, and ask him about all the changes coming to youth sports this fall. Jim, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's been a crazy uh, 24 hours, to say the least, uh, with all the high school stuff that uh, came down early yesterday morning. So, you know, it's been pretty crazy and pretty wild, but everything is going well. Well, Jim, yeah, take us through your past 24 hours. We know that St. Louis County Executive Sam Page announced these changes at a press conference yesterday. But can you take us through the changes that he outlined? Basically, uh, you know, the teams have been stuck in phase two in what they've been calling it. And so they've only been allowed that practice with 20 players uh, per practice and coaches and no contact, no, you know, no inter-squad scrimmages, nothing along those lines. And that's for the high-impact sports. Uh, so part of the um, announcement yesterday was they moved soccer, volleyball, field hockey, down to what they call a moderate level. They kept football and wrestling and hockey and basketball at the high-risk level, and then the low-risk sports are, you know, the the typical golf, tennis, cross-country, swim and dive, and those types of sports. So the announcement yesterday put football on the hot seat because now we don't know if there's going to be high school sports uh, for high school football in St. Louis County, because now the kids, the coaches can only have 30 kids at a given practice. They still can't, enter, they can start doing a little contact work, but still not a lot of inter squad scrimmaging. Um, no games, no fans, no spectators, no parents are a lot of practices and different things along those lines. The moderate level sports can have full team practices, inter squad scrimmages, but still no games. Um, the biggest takeaway was there wasn't a timeline put out. So really, nobody knows exactly when the restrictions are going to get, you know, kind of eased a little bit. Um, but the lower risk sports can actually start playing games starting tomorrow. So there was a little bit of a, a shift on things. But the overall consensus is, you know, the biggest questions are, why wasn't there a timeline put out? But the other question is the data. Uh, you know, the task force, the sports medicine task force has done a terrific job. And the ADs and coaches have just done an unbelievable job in keeping the kids safe, setting up the protocols, doing everything they need to do. And there hasn't been one athlete-to-athlete transmission uh, that's been documented and reported in St. Louis County. So 
nobody really understands why this is all coming out. And especially St. Charles is playing football. Jefferson County's playing football. Franklin County's playing football. And it's really driving a lot of people insane because everybody else in the state's doing it except for St. Louis County. So what's the reaction, Jim? Good to hear your voice of those coaches and ADs as they got the word yesterday. Uh, Danny, great to hear you as well, buddy. Uh, frustrated. Uh, that That is the biggest word that I've heard in all my conversations over the last 24 hours is, you know, they've all worked very hard to develop the protocols and do the different things that, you know, the sports medicine task force has, you know, doctors, trainers, people that are dealing with this on a daily basis. And, you know, they, there were a few of their recommendations that were taken, but a lot of the other recommendations weren't. Um, and the data isn't adding up between the sports medicine task force and the, you know, what the county is saying with the 15 to 19 year old positivity rates. So I think a lot of the coaches in eighties are just extremely frustrated. I know the kids are, um, for a lot, on a lot of different levels. The first level is for a lot of these kids, it's killing their scholarship opportunities. Um, for some, this is their chance to make it better life for themselves. Some of them can't afford to go to college unless they get a scholarship. And now a lot of these kids aren't going to have tape. They're not going to have a chance to show their abilities to college coaches and different things along those lines. But the other part of it too, is the mental side of it. Um, These kids lost their spring sports. Now they're possibly going to lose the fall sports and they're stuck learning in a virtual environment in front of a laptop, you know, four or five hours a day. And it drives me, it drives you crazy. I mean, and these kids had at least something to look forward to, but now with no games and just practices, you know, what is there to really look forward to? So there's a lot of different layers to this whole thing, but you know, the main word is frustrated right now. Jim Powers is with us here on 101 ESPN covering high school sports here in St. Louis. Fox 2 high school sports contributor. And Jim, you outlined what the athletic departments are dealing with, how the students feel about this. I can imagine after you just went through everything that these students are dealing with, that the reaction from the parents has been pretty vocal as well, too. Absolutely. There's there's no doubt about it. I mean, the parents want the kids to play. And the one thing that, that I just keep thinking about and I circle back to is, I think you've got to put some responsibility on the parents and decision-making to the parents, to the coaches, to the athletic directors, and to the superintendents. And with the announcement yesterday, you in essence took all that decision-making away from those people and put it squarely on a few people. And the parents don't think that's right. Um, You know, and the one thing they could have green-lighted everything yesterday But there still may have been some superintendents that just weren't comfortable yet. There could be some parents that just aren't comfortable, you know, with with letting their son or daughter play a sport right now. That's fine. Let the parents, let the schools make those decisions. And that's, you know, where the parents are circling around right now is, you know, these are our kids. We know our kids better than you do. Let us make the decisions on what we feel is best for our, you know, for our kids. And, that's where the parents are really being vocal right now. And plus, once again, they've been locked up, cooped up, you know, for the last six months now. We're going on six months with this. Um, you know, there's got to be a point to where we understand what COVID-19 is all about. And it's not going to go away. We have to learn to live with it. We have to learn to deal with it. 
and keep everybody safe and do the proper things. And I think that's kind of been lost in the shuffle a little bit. So is there a timetable in which he will make another decision and the task force on this? And what are the teams doing now? Do they continue to practice? Yeah, the, there's no timeline right now. I know that the Sports Medicine Task Force is going to continue to meet every Tuesday. They are going to continue to monitor. They are going to continue to make recommendations. Uh, but, you know, Dr. Page has not put a timeline down on anything. And when you look at it realistically, you have to be in full pads, doing full team practices for football in the next two weeks. If you're not, you're not going to get a, a full seat. You're not even going to get four games in because uh, you're not going to probably be able to start until October 9th. And at that point, high school football is in week eight. Um, so, you know, right now the teams are practicing. They're still doing their, con- you know, conditioning. They're putting in um, helmets and, and uh, pads on, starting to do a little contact drills. The volleyball teams are able to do at least some team practices. Same thing with softball. Uh, same thing with, you know, field hockey and soccer. But right now it's just practice, holding pattern, and hopefully in the next 14 days, that maybe some more you know restrictions will be eased and maybe the moderate risk sports are going to be able to play at the beginning of October. But football, I, I hate to say it, I think football is on life support right now. I, I really think they have to make some big decisions in the next 14 days um, to loosen everything up to be able to let these kids play football. Are the coaches trying to send out tape on these kids, doing something that they can do in practice, anything they can do to help these kids? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the the big thing with the recruiting side of it is the coaches are doing everything they can. And the college coaches are also in the same boat. I mean, they just got a lot of their recruiting restrictions lifted by the NCAA. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Recruiting is going to be a totally different animal this year. Um, you're going to be watching a lot of film. You're going to be watching a lot of different things, some more one-on-one drills and some more individual stuff and so the coaches are working really hard on that aspect of it just in case they're not able to play games they're not able to get tape um you know for right now and then hopefully in the spring they're able to play some football they're able to do some different things and get a little bit more film for these juniors and sophomores that are going to be up and coming has anybody been able to directly talk to sam page about this you know people have tried um, I will say that the task force is, the, the sports medicine task force has asked him to sit in on their meetings and he is not. Um, so that kind of tells you right there, you know, where this whole thing is going. Um, I just don't think that Dr. Page, I understand that he wants to keep everybody safe. We get it. We all understand that. We all want to keep the kids safe, but there's a lot more into this when, with the mental aspect of it for these kids and different things along those lines. And I really don't think that Dr. Page understands all of that that goes into what high school sports is all about and what especially football is all about. Football is a sport that creates leaders, that that gets you disciplined and different things along those lines. It really helps you evolve into being, you know, the person that you're going to be as an adult. And I just don't think he's addressing that and i know that you know people have tried to talk to him about it but he's not talking to anybody about it great information jim thanks so much for taking the time to join join dan and i today we appreciate it 
No problem. Anytime, guys. And it's great to hear the show. And uh, Danny, take care of yourself. Michelle, take care of yourself. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Jim. That's Jim Powers, who covers high school sports here in St. Louis, Fox 2 high school sports contributor. Coming up next here on Carriker and Smallman, we have some information about baseball and the potential postseason bubble. We're going to give you all that info next, so keep it here on 101 ESPN.